0: Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98, one FM and 850 AM WRUF.
1: We welcome you into a Thursday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch, talk some sports. Zach producing the broadcast today. Got a good show planned for you, and it starts right at the top. Uh, longtime voice of the Gators, Mick Hubert, retiring, and his successor live in studio with us. That is Sean Kelly. It's your chance to call him, talk to him, get to know him. You'll hear from him. So we'll open the phone lines for you 392 8255, and you can email uh, Russell at wruf.com if you have a question or a comment for Sean he is here for the balance of the Hour to talk to you. Welcome, sir. Welcome to Gator Country.
2: Thank you. It's an honor to be here. This actually feels normal. Like going <laughs> to football practice and sitting here behind a microphone with you feels normal. And I've not had a whole lot of normal over the last uh, six weeks, so I'm very comfortable with you here today. I,
1: it's funny you said that. I was going to
2: ask. How has this month or month and a half been for you? I can imagine it's been pretty hectic. I keep using like the, the, the old phrase, drinking from a fire hose. Because that's what it's felt like. You know, it, it, the whole thing happened rather quickly. Um, and then literally 20 years to the day that we moved to Louisiana in 2002, I moved here to Florida. So wow. I think I think I got offered the job around July 1st, if I'm not mistaken. And in that time, it was get a house ready to sell, um, find a place to live, yeah. hire the moving company, all those things that, um, well, are not normal and are... Stressful, but it's all worked out. We're here. We've been in town now about two weeks, and uh, it's been fantastic. I was going to say, what are your early impressions? Everybody is so welcoming, um, and there's a great energy around the town already, and that's going to ramp up when the students get back into town here shortly, so uh, it's kind of a calm before the storm. But There are so many things that went into the decision for me, but a lot of it was just who the people were that I would be, A, working for or working with. That was, that was had a huge play in this. And then I, I kind of tell this funny story. Well, it's funny for me, but, you know, we came in for a visit right there that, that last week of June, my wife and I. We drove over to kind of I, interview, meet, well, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And from the person at the gas station to the front desk at the hotel to everywhere around town, it, it was amazing. It was like... It was like there was some town meeting in Gainesville, like on Tuesday night. You know, all right, everybody, uh, settle in. Time for the meeting. Uh, yeah, uh, the Kelly visit is on Thursday, so make sure everybody waves and smiles and uh, everyone on their best behavior. It was like it was like all tuned up, like I was a part of some reality show that I didn't know that I was taking part in. So, uh, you know, that just gave us a taste of what Gainesville would be for us, and, and, and it's proven to be the case, you know, here since we've landed and, uh, and started living. That's really good. Yeah. All right.
1: Um, we'll take calls, and then... Uh i 'm going to have Sean tell you something we, we I saw on twitter i 'll let him elaborate on it, but we 'll talk to Daryl first. Daryl what 's up
3: Hey, good afternoon, guys. Hey Sean. welcome to the Gator Nation
2: Hi Daryl. Thanks. appreciate it
3: Hey, uh I always carry my headset into the ballpark, you know, no matter what Gator sporting event it is, so I look forward to listening to you this coming fall
2: well that's a i I love hearing that and I'm glad that people still do do that and I have yet to get with Steve Egan, who is our uh, fantastic engineer, and, and and folks from Learfield who kind of run the network side. I'm assuming that there is a real-time feed to that radio broadcast so you don't have it on a delay inside the stadium.
3: Okay, great. Sean, I always grew up, you know, I guess in the transistor radio era as a kid. I always listened to North Carolina basketball games out of Charlotte on WBT, following Woody Durham. I have had Jordan and Worthy and all that bunch. It was was uh, – you growing up, did you ever listen to any radio broadcasts of any uh, special teams? You know, as a kid growing up.
2: Oh sure. I mean, I grew up in St. Louis. Um, I'm a diehard Cardinal fan. St. Louis Blues. Uh, you know, college football we could get. You know, either coming out of Columbia, Missouri, or or Champaign, Illinois. Uh, I grew up in a house where the radio was on a lot, and whether it was the background or attentive listening. It was a part of you know our house, and so my mother was a big baseball fan. So those baseball games were on, and and I just loved hearing those great voices that I grew up with, Jack Buck and, and Mike Shannon. And um, you know the thing about St. Louis, we were so spoiled. You had Bob Costa starting his career there, Bill Wilkerson, longtime voice of the football Cardinals, and you know Mizzou football. Dan Kelly was the voice of the St. Louis Blues, and I'll great argue to this day about, that. Sir. He would be in the top five. Um, Kenny Albert, I would say, is the best active hockey radio announcer, but Dan Kelly was the voice of that generation and and did national stuff too. So to answer your question, yes, I listen to those games all the time, and uh, if the Cardinals were out west, uh, no joke, I I was that kid with the transistor radio under the pillow, go to sleep with listening to that Cardinal game uh, laid out west. And so... I guess that that probably is a huge chunk of why I decided to do what I do for a living. Um, Just having that soundtrack on all the time, uh, again, whether it was attentive listening or it was just kind of just the sounds of summer in St. Louis.
3: Okay, great. Okay, once again, welcome to the Gator Nation.
2: Thanks, Daryl. Daryl, thank you. Um, Bob had
1: emailed uh, a question for you, Sean. He asked, he said, did you have a – you mentioned the Cardinals growing up as a favorite team. He said – uh, when did you actually realize or think
2: you might want to do this as uh, you know uh, for a living? Probably in high school. Um, I just again the combination of how cool would it be to do that job, uh, and also figuring out I'm not playing at that level, so how can <laughs> yeah. I stay involved in sports? And then the other thing, and this is kind of part of why I'm I've come to Gainesville, is that I grew up uh, knowing firsthand what those broadcasters meant to the community itself. They were the they were the tie between the fan base and their favorite team. They were the the folks that you saw at the Rotary Club, uh at the big, you know, high school awards banquet. They were the MC. All those things, you know, I, I watched them, I guess, take ownership of not only their role on the air, but off the air too. And and with that, um in high school it it seemed to, I guess, resonate more than any other profession. Now, I, I, honest to God, I did go off to college, and I declared myself a finance major. That was one semester. By the end of that semester, I figured out, uh, you're no good at this, and why are you denying what your heart is trying to tell you about what you want to do?
1: Yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I always have had, you know, broadcasters or whatever, no science, no, I was horrible <laughs> at science and math, so finance, same thing, horrible. Uh, let's get a, another call for you. David, welcome to Sports Scene.
4: Hey Steve, Hey. Uh, welcome welcome to the Gator Nation, uh, Sean, uh, to the orange and blue. Some people, I've heard you say a few times the blue and orange, that's okay, but the fight song says the orange and blue. Um, you got a bunch of those little kind of things, and I trust that they'll all go really fun for you, and that you'll get acclimated. You're going to have a great guy in the booth with you, it sounds like Shane's going to be doing uh, basketball. Who's going to be doing basketball
2: uh, with you? I, th- I, I think I have a good idea of that. I'm not so sure that the athletic department has, as um, UAA has, you know, solidified everything on that front. So I'll hold off on speaking about the basketball until maybe I have another visit with Steve here as we get into the fall. But look, uh, I'm coachable. So uh, <laughs> when, when it comes to saying orange and blue a- and the right kind of orange and those things, I'm very coachable. So I'll take all the advice, all the tips and reminders that I'm going to need here in the coming days.
4: You've got this, and uh, I look forward to seeing you up here in uh, Tallahassee. And if there's anything, we can provide as background to one of your rivals. I know you've been here and covered them before. Uh, I'd be glad to offer assistance. We've got a great SID department on its own, but sometimes there's a local flavor you might want. I was the person who commented, you're looking for a closing uh, uh, for the Gators, Monica, maybe, and I said, Coach Scorer used to say, God smiled on the Gators today. And uh, that kind of stands out to me, always has. as a great way to end it. Nick had his little uh, closing and stuff, but especially after a win, I thought that was a, a pretty poignant one. Have you chosen one yet?
2: No, I haven't. Um, and, and we'll see if it comes organically, and hopefully, uh, perhaps we'll have something to talk about along those lines on September the 3rd. But Hey, look, I love the suggestion. I'm glad that you uh, you reached out not only uh, on Twitter but also on the phone today. David, appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yes. Okay, thank you, sir. Let's
1: bring Mike to sports scene. Mike, what's up?
5: Sean, I uh, welcome to Gators Nation. Uh, it's, it's nice that you're being treated with respect. I, I think you're going to find that. Uh, and the only two things I ask is tell it like it is. Don't don't candy coat it if it's a bad call by the ref. Tell it like it is because you're our eyes. Uh, and uh, the other thing is, uh, be more excited when the Gators score a touchdown than the other team.
2: Of course, there's no doubt well, this will be a, a lot Gator of broadcast. Try to play it. Yeah, they, a lot of
5: announcers try to play it even, and you know. But uh, you're you know, a college to me, a college you, you got to be a little bit of a homer.
2: Oh, absolutely, and, uh, absolutely. And I, the, yeah, I mean. Uh, the last 3 years at you know working at ESPN Radio and doing the national college football game of the week type stuff yeah i've got to play a little more down the middle well guess guess what it's orange and blue now and um there's no doubt when you hear our broadcast that that's a florida broadcast now that doesn't mean um that every call is against the gators um no yeah and 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 i don't have to scream when we convert on first down in the second quarter of week three. I mean, so, thank you. yes, um, but there's no doubt when Florida scores, uh, you'll know it. <laughs> It'll sound totally different than anybody else scoring the football. Thanks, Sean. Yep.
5: And, uh, welcome to Gator Nation.
1: Bro.
2: Thank
6: you. I
1: appreciate Why, it. Mike,
2: thank you. Appreciate the call. We'll take a break. Come back more with
1: Sean. Uh, call him up, welcome him, question for him. He's here to answer him for the hour 12-13. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WYUF.
0: From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN, 98.1 FM, and 850 AM, WRUF.
1: For Circuit
7: Judge Sean Brewer, 24 years of legal experience seeking justice. John Brewer has prosecuted crimes throughout our circuit. Robbery, manslaughter, crimes against women and children, and murder. Sean Brewer for Circuit Judge. Proven, experienced, committed to justice. For over three decades, Sean Brewer has called North Florida home. A husband, father, and community volunteer. Sean Brewer will support the U.S. Constitution and all amendments. He can be trusted to faithfully and impartially interpret the law. Sean Brewer. He has endorsements from North Florida sheriffs, prosecutors, and the Police Benevolent Association. For circuit judge, vote Sean Brewer. Learn more at backbrewer.com. Paid for by Sean Brewer for 8th Circuit Judge. As you may have
8: heard, Meldon Law is the official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. And while it's great to be a Florida Gator, the most fulfilling aspect of partnering with the Gators is the ability to give back to our community. Please visit MeldonLaw.com to discover our community programs. These include the Meldon Law Scholar Athlete of the Year Award, Law Talk Live radio show, and the Veterans Making a Difference program. At Meldon Law, we won't back down. Meldon Law Injury Lawyers, Offices Gaines. Lake City and Ocala.
9: GetRefunds.com, all right? Remember that. If you own a business, it's been a bumpy ride. Pandemic, inflation, there's a lot of stuff going on. If your business has five or more employees and managed to survive COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. So it's not a loan. There's no payback. It's a refund of your taxes. You got to cut through red tape, get your business, the refund money, and you do it by going to GetRefunds.com. They do all the work. There's no charge up front. They simply Share a percentage of the cash that they get for you. Businesses of all types can qualify, including those who took PPP, nonprofits, even those who had increases in sales. The team at GetRefunds.com has already returned over $1 billion to businesses, and they can help you as well. Go to GetRefunds.com. You click on the Qualify Me, answer a couple of questions, and it's available only for a limited amount of time. Don't miss out. Go to GetRefunds.com. No risk, high reward, GetRefunds.com. Good luck.
0: We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com.
1: Voice of the Gator Sean Kelly with us here on Sports Scene for the Balance of the Hour. Call him up. Make him feel welcome. Question you have for him, 392-8255. Vegas Gator is here. Vegas Gator, hello. Hey,
2: guys. Hey. Uh, good to have you on, Sean. Thanks, Vegas. Uh, this big Gator. B-I-H-Gator. Big Gator. <laughs> well, kind of somewhat related. There you go.
3: Okay. Okay. Um, I know you'll do good. You know we're used to having people come in and taking over a a famous spot like this, so we we know you'll do okay. Just get your own tone in, get your own sayings going,
2: and we'll be fine. You're used to it. I think the last guy was here like 33 years. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Yeah, but
10: I'm an old guy. I'm older than Steve. And that's old. Yeah. No, it's it's
2: it's an honor. It's it's um, it's not it's not daunting, but certainly I feel the weight of it because of what Mick did, the foundation that he laid, and then obviously David before him, and then the great yep. Otis box. So uh, the list is short, and to be on that list is uh, humbling.
11: Yeah. Well,
2: we, we had to get you two, uh, David, and uh, Mick, too, so it's okay. You'll be all right. Hey, let's just win. I think I, think I will, um, I will uh, acclimate better to everyone's ears if I'm talking about Gator wins uh, than anything Absolutely. else. No doubt. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
10: Hey, uh, Steve. I have a quick uh, uh, a request. Yes. For Mister Two Bits, okay. we need to have Mick there the first
1: one. Uh, I've actually seen that uh, on Twitter. Um, Good. i knowing I Mick. I don't know if he would do that or not, but I love the sentiment for that. Um, uh, I think he'd be glad to do it. And uh, you know, we'll see if UAA. If if not the first game, then you know maybe he, somewhere he down the road.
12: Yeah, would be great to have him back just to do
1: that. Yeah, no question about it.
12: That's all i got. Go all right. Gators.
1: Vegas Gator, thank you, sir. Let's bring uh, Tony to the show. Hi, Tony.
10: Hey, guys. What's up, man? Hey, uh, Shawnee? Welcome to Gator Nation like everybody else is telling you. Uh, can't wait. Looking forward to that first call of yours. Um, I'll tell you what. As a retired first responder myself, I took great joy one day in listening to your story about uh, being a uh, firefighter. Um, I thought that was real cool, man. So I appreciate you doing
2: that. Well, I appreciate your service. And uh, the, as, as you know, having served in that role, uh, there are endless stories, some worth sharing, some not. Uh, <laughs> some memories are great. Some still keep you up at night. Uh, but it was a special time in my life, and um, and I will continue to support support uh, those who are serving us here in our community. In fact, I, I hope uh, in short order I'll be able to make some connections with our fire districts here uh, in the Gainesville area and and so hopefully be of service to them, not in a way that I used to do, but more in a support role perhaps.
10: You bet, man. Looking forward to that. Hey, Sean, like uh, many athletes out there, do you yourself have any type of pregame routine, like meals that you like to eat or, or uh, things that you like to do, socks that you like to wear, stuff like that to get yourself going?
2: <laughs> yeah, no, that's a really good question. Um, I used to be more superstitious than I am now, um, I guess that goes back to you know playing baseball. I think anybody who 's affiliated with baseball finds themselves to be um, more superstitious than others uh, i I am a process guy, so I like having a process like like barbecue Steve is one of my hobbies, so I love smoking meat and all that kind of stuff because there 's a process to it. so okay. my game day or my process in getting ready for a game uh, is pretty structured uh, but yet I you know I can adapt if you will so whether it be um, when I have my boards ready for the game or what time I or what time I want to be on the field all those things I'll I'll fix or a change to what my role will be here but yes I will want to ramp up in a certain way I will want to have you know that five minutes just to myself before we really crank it up so yeah there's there's little things that I'll do so that I feel like I have a process on game day here at the swamp.
10: All right, awesome. I uh, work out every morning there at uh, campus. I walk around campus hit the stadium. So hopefully I'll see you one day. I saw you at the statue over there uh, videoing the other day. So uh, let's see you around, buddy. Take yeah, care, thanks. Man.
2: And I hope you'll say hi when you do see me. And, uh, yes, uh, I've been in the office enough now that the, those those three guys are the first three guys I see when I come to work every day. They don't say much. <laughs> you got they it. Don't, <laughs> don't say much. but Quiet, yeah, very, yeah, quiet they're very quiet. Yeah. <laughs> All
1: right.
10: Very shy, guys.
1: All right, thank Take you, there, Tony. Buddy. Stephen uh, emails: Do you have a favorite touchdown play to call, like a punt return or a long running play or a long pass? Wow! Um,
2: gosh, I think they're all great. Yeah, the big, the the bigger or the more yardage, the more fun. Or, but um, well, there's nothing like a pick six type situation, uh, especially because that's a player that, in a lot of ways, on on, on defense, sometimes when you're saying a player's name, it may not be for good reasons. Um, but, man, when you get a pick six, it's really a chance to shine a light on a, on a young man that perhaps doesn't get enough shine, if you will, uh, throughout a, a broadcast. We always hear about the skill guys and the, you know, obviously those who touch um, more often than not. But So those are pretty thrilling. Uh, yeah, they're all good. I mean, they really are. Okay. The, the, the unexpected is the best part. Yeah. When you're surprised by a play, that's when, uh, A, it should come out in your call, and that's what you should remember. And It's no different than being a fan. If you ask the fan the same question, the answer should be probably pretty similar. Let's get uh, Annie next. Annie, welcome to Sports Scene.
4: Uh, Yes. Hi, Steve. Hello, Annie. Hello, Mr. Kelly, and welcome to Gainesville and Gator Nation. And uh, I won't take up much time, but I just uh, wanted to let you know I like your voice.
2: Well, thank you.
4: (laughs) So I I think you're going to be a great voice of the Gators.
2: Thank you very much. I, I appreciate that. That means a lot to me.
4: Okay. Take care. All right,
2: Annie. Thank you. Uh, let's get George in Atlanta. George, hello.
5: Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Sean, welcome aboard, as everybody is saying, and uh, really looking forward to that first call. You've really picked a good one to kick off uh, your stint with Games <laughs> and with Utah at home and uh, in the, under the lights. But I have a... I have a technical radio question for you, and this may be stupid, but when I'm at the game and I'm trying to listen on the radio is is there a there's a delay, correct, or am I doing something wrong, or is there a delay that I'm catching
2: you You're not doing anything wrong if you're listening you know obviously like if you're in the ballpark here at you know w r u f is the flagship here in Gainesville and and yep. that would be the you know what you have on your on your mobile device or you know or on a radio. Um, right. And I think, though, and again, we kind of talked about this at the top. I need to find out, and I'm pretty sure, kind of knowing the history of this place and, and what it means, um, that perhaps there's some signal that is only broadcast kind of in the range of the stadium that would be a real-time uh, feed from the booth. So then you wouldn't have that delay if you're there watching the game in person and listening. I don't have the answer okay. that, to that for you. Um, gotcha. Gotcha. And, and certainly when I do find out that answer, we'll, we'll promote that fact. Um, and, and you're right. It's, it's, it, well, first of all, it's not a stupid question. Um, and, ra- and the radio delay is not as severe as a television delay. But yes, there still has right. to be some bouncing around of things before it reaches you, even though you're sitting 10 rows below me.
5: Well, it's funny because I've I've been going, we've had season tickets for 35 years or or maybe a couple years more, but I don't ever remember it used to be in that way, but several, maybe three or four years ago, I started picking up a delay, and you still kind of listen to it because you want to hear the color, and they pick out stuff that you normally wouldn't see from the stands. So it's interesting but it is a little bit distracting it would be better to not have that delay so uh yeah if you if you find out what that local signal would be and you guys can promote that um that would be very useful but um welcome aboard man i'm looking forward to it and like i said you got a great one to start with
2: yeah you you're not kidding um that is not your average season opener no. at home uh by the way been doing a little research this week okay um if you look at betting lines okay you can go back to about 1978, historically, to find the betting line for a game. Florida has never, ever opened as an underdog at home. This will be the first. Opened, yeah. Opened wow, at home. Wow. So look, at the wow. neutral side game against Michigan, that was in Arlington, right? Yep. So that was right. 2017. So that doesn't count. I'm talking about right here at the Swamp. As far back as 78, if we're just going to go on the betting line, Florida has never opened at home as an underdog. And that will happen on September the 3rd. Wow. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. All right, George. Thank you. Lucas says, uh,
1: welcome to Gator Nation. I'll be listening to you on his Alexa. His suggestion for how to end a Gator win, quote, this one belongs to the
2: Gators in the swamp. Only Gators. Get out alive. Okay, that's his suggestion. I'm going to add it to the list. So, for those that don't know what this is all about, it was I guess a couple of days ago I, on Twitter I, I brought up the fact that Jack Buck and we mentioned him being one of my broadcast you know mentors and heroes and whatnot. After every St. Louis Cardinal baseball win, you know it was always that's a winner, and sometimes it was exclamatory if it was a huge win or a you know walk off type situation. And even if it was just kind of a whole hum win, which you can have, all you know, in, oh, yeah. the, in the dog days of the summer, but it was always, that's a winner. Um, and so I just kind of threw that out there that, um, say, you know, should we have something like that on our gator broadcast? So I haven't decided anything, but it's been fun to read, uh, read back all the replies. That yeah, I've been so yep. go ahead and,
1: and, uh, and, and respond to that, because uh, Sean would like to hear uh, what you have to say. Uh, More with the new voice of the Gators. He's here for the balance of the hour. Call us up, make him welcome, ask him a question. I've got a few I'll ask along the way here. 1227, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: The flagship of the Florida Gators. ESPN 981 FM, at 850
1: AM, WRUF. One of the best things that's happened here over the past year the arrival of QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is giving relief every day to folks here with chronic joint pain using the latest advances in regenerative medicine. They harness the power of your own body's healing properties like in your blood or plasma, concentrate them, and apply to your affected joint. The results can be mind-blowing. These regenerative treatments are designed to repair and restore your damaged joint tissue with no drugs, no surgery, no side effects, no steroids, and no downtime. The success rate's incredible and they're growing fast. They started with one medical clinic now, There's clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and in the villages. Don't continue to live with that nagging joint pain. Discover the exciting all-natural, advanced, natural options that we now have access to thanks to QC Kinetics. For a free consultation, call QC Kinetics now in Gainesville, Ocala, and the villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with
5: a
13: new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. 513
0: 1652
13: That's 800-513-1652. We're all on this planet together, so join Odyssey and find your one thing. While summer is a great time for recycling, some summer items should not be mixed in with your curbside recycling. Items like garden hoses, plastic planters, pool toys, squirt guns, and lawn chairs are generally not recyclable and are best donated to charity. If you have a question as to whether an item can be recycled, look for the recycling triangle and number, usually on the bottom of the product. Join Odyssey, and together each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing?
0: From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update.
14: Today, partly cloudy, hot and hazy. Highs in the mid-90s, heat indices closer to 105, and we've got a better chance for sea breeze, showers, and storms. They'll generally push from west to east across our area. Locally heavy rain rates will be possible at times, and that could cause localized flash flooding. Storms exiting off the First Coast later on this evening. In the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski.
9: And now the the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. When somebody says, "Oh, it's a minor surgery," it's not minor to the person who's having it. We didn't even know where the surgery was on his body. We didn't even get that on Matthew Stafford with a tender elbow. And when you start consulting with pitching coaches, then I know this is a little more serious.
0: The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes, and you. Weekday mornings at nine, right here on WRUF. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app.
1: Tomorrow on the program, we going to get a little sneak preview. Sean was just talking about uh, the Gators opening uh, for the first time ever in an opener as an underdog. We're going to talk home. a little Utah at home. At home yeah. Talk a little bit about Utah tomorrow. Uh, somebody who covers a team from the Salt Lake City Tribune. Uh, will join us tomorrow to talk about that. Uh, and we've got a bunch of good people coming on next week as we get closer to the start of the season. But today, we celebrate Sean Kelly, new voice of the Gators. He's here with us in the studio. Call us up, make him feel welcome. Three nine two eight two five five. You can email S Russell at wruf dot com. Jim, you are up, sir. How are you?
10: Oh, just fine. Uh, Sean, I've, I was just kind of curious. What were some of your earliest memories growing up in St. Louis as a boy of
12: any uh, University of
10: Florida sports events? Or do you, like was it Steve Spurrier, or maybe before that? I don't know.
2: I guess, you know, growing up in the Midwest, uh, old Big 8 football was kind of king. Uh, some of the old Southwest Conference stuff would bleed into the area where I was growing up, and then and then Big 10 as well, because you were just kind of on the edge of Big 10 country with Iowa above you in the north and Illinois next door. Um, so for me, uh, awareness of the Gators, I, I guess probably, if I'm being fair, would be, when Steve Spurrier started to to take this thing on, you know, on a very vertical trajectory there, early '90s. So, uh, and at that time, I was old enough now to to be aware of things beyond my own backyard. So, uh, at that point, I, I would say I was just kind of starting college. Uh, ESPN was bringing us more games than ever. You know, you have to remember that. You know, like for me growing up in St. Louis, you know, you 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 had just the networks and whatever the networks gave you. Uh, was what you were going to be able to consume college football wise and so if if um you know if it was the big ten on on a b c or uh you know wh- whoever c b s had that's that 's who you were exposed to more than anything else it wasn 't until we got mid eighties uh, and then late eighties like I said when I was kind of going off to college that you know you could you could finally put your eyes on a lot of other teams as far flung as Gainesville, Florida, or maybe out far in the Northwest, like the Washington Huskies, teams that you would never be able to see on a regular basis.
10: Yeah. Were you a University of Missouri grad?
2: No, I'm a Southern Illinois University grad, the Saluki. He's a Saluki. Oh, yeah.
10: Okay. Uh, have you had a chance to meet Coach Berger yet?
2: Yes, his office is literally like five doors down from mine, and uh, uh-huh. Coach is in there a, a, almost every day, uh, sometimes for a short period of time, sometimes for a long period of time. But uh, he's fantastic. We actually got... This was really cool. I'll say this. On, I guess it was Sunday, Sunday or Monday, Coach Spurrier came to football practice, and I got to watch a good chunk of practice with Coach Spurrier. So, you know, pinch me. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I think there would be a lot of people that would have uh, been more than willing to step and knock me out of the way to do the same thing that I got to do with, oh, sure. with Coach no the doubt. other day. Yeah, no, it was a real treat. He can certainly fill you in on a lot of the Gator history, that's for sure. Well, and not only that, here's what I've learned about Coach, too, uh, recently, is that you know, you can bring up a game in particular or whatever. Not only will he remember the weather, oh, yeah. what he was wearing that day, he'll uh-huh. remember some certain third and eight play, quarter number three. It look i'm i'm jealous in my own business of those who have photographic memories it, it just it just helps you understand again why coach was what he was to this game what he means to this place because of the tools that he has that are um above the average human shall we say yeah
10: and he can even go back to his college days when he was playing here and tell you all the plays and what he was what happened and He's pretty amazing that way.
2: Yeah, he really is. Sean,
10: welcome to Gainesville. Thank you, Jim.
1: Thank you for your call. Let's bring Greg to Sports Team. up, Greg?
5: Hey, Steve. Uh, Sean, I had a quick question for you. Sean, just regards to your style. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm old enough to go back to David Steele days. I neither loved him nor hated him. He was just David, you know. And I'd listen to Gator games, and then Mick came along, and much like you, with a brand new coach. In fact, you got a new basketball coach too. So I think you're coming on board is perfect timing. But I just was curious about your style. Steve, and he, may, he might roll his eyes, and get mad at me, but he's more of a neutral kind of speaker when I listen to him doing baseball games. Whereas Mick was more of a us versus them. So my question is, when he you know he would get really into it, and you could tell he was rooting for Florida. So my question is, is your style going to be more of a neutral like Steve, or more of an us versus them versus Mick? And I'll listen off air and go Gators. All right,
2: great. Right, I appreciate you. that. Um, I want my team to win, and and this is my team now. So my style. Um, kind of alluded to it earlier a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, there are, it does not have to be cranked to 10 all the time. <laughs> right. I'm not, a, I'm not a screamer. Um, so one of my, um, I guess we call him a, a mentor, John Martin's his name. He goes by Chief. He basically built ESPN Radio into uh, what it became as far as uh, the caliber of games, the the announcers that they've had over the years, the Jim Durhams, the Mike Patricks, all those. Uh-huh. Um, he would always talk to me about climbing the ladder. So whether it be on a home run call or, like you said, a big touchdown call, um, you know, just the, to bring things to a crescendo. So again, kind of you know, kind of start and then visually in your mind here, you know, picture yourself climbing the ladder. So climb the ladder with your call, um, and 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 help that. Change in tone or volume, I guess, speak to the specialness or the or the moment. So, um, my 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 style will be that, and those climb the ladder moments will involve the Gators. So, um, and and yes, I think that yeah, sometimes I may not like a call, or I'll find a way to that you'll know that I don't think the call was very good or whatnot. And and I also am very careful to criticize uh, those who are in a place that i never will be or was, you know, as far as a player or a coach or decision, I will share with you what is happening and kind of let you decide on your own, you know, hey, it's, uh, you know, it's fourth and one and Coach Napier and the Gators are going for it. Yep. Um, that's, it is not my place. You just said it. Right. Uh, it is not my place to say, I can't believe. What is he thinking oh the or or boy, the analytics boy, they're right there. We may talk about analytics, and Coach Napier's heavy on analytics when it comes to those situations, yep. um and perhaps the analyst or the sideline reporter who has played the game or coached the game, however the case may be, that's their place to maybe say, "Hey, Sean, in this situation, or you need to know this, or they've been working on this, you know, they can speak to that more so than me, so i will I will describe what I see and share with you the moment and celebrate the moment with you Um, and if you can piece together that really lopsided answer I just gave you'll kind of get an idea of what my (laughs) call will sound like
1: let's get to uh, Porter. Porter, what's up?
12: Hey John, welcome to Gainesville. Thank you. Um, You you were talking about uh, Coach Spurrier and of course we absolutely love him here. Just curious how how well known is he outside the region, as far as his one line zingers? Because you know that they just they're they're legendary down here. I was just curious, as as from from outside, how how familiar were you with that angle, or or not not sure.
2: Um, you know, look, everybody knows Coach Spurrier, and and obviously they have done it in, in different places, and he coached at different levels. Yeah, the, you get you get the flavor, if you will. Um, you know, like kind of the move that he pulled with the SEC media or uh, the coaches' meetings. Back when we were talking about, you know, should we get some money for these players? Uh, he's strategic in what he does with his words. Uh, and yes, everybody loves a good visor toss or, or a spurrier one liner across the nation. He, he, he is truly, you know, one of the. He's, an, he's a national character in the college football story, no doubt.
12: Yeah, absolutely. We love him. Well, remember, there's so the accent down here. Axiom number one it is always good when the Gators win. Axiom number two, it is always good when the Noles lose. Axiom number three, when in doubt, consult axioms one and two. Go Gators, be safe. All right,
1: thank for, you. Thank you. All right, some emails here. Now, if <laughs> I mispronounce this, yeah. please feel free. BB says, welcome, Sean. We also moved here from New Orleans. There is no central grocery, is it a muffaletta? Muffaletta, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He says, there's no central grocery muffaletta, but other than that, it's a great town. What's one of your
2: best firefighter stories? Oh gosh, <laughs> I was just telling one yesterday, but I won't tell that one. That's not <laughs> fair. That's not fair. <laughs> Okay. Um, no, I, I don't know if I have a great firefighter story. Other than that, there were two things uh, that were evident early. One was, and I'm glad somebody told me this. You know, you are probably coming up on somebody's worst day. And so, if you have that you know in the front of your mind it you'll handle the situation perhaps much better than not having that mindset. The other thing is there there is no better feeling than helping someone, whether it's their worst day or just they just need a hand um It's very gratifying it it makes the training and the and the and the tough hours and all that really kind of wash away because you get that great feeling that hey, I've really helped somebody out today so uh, so there were some of those. I will say this. There was one story. We had we had a call, and uh, this uh, this speaks to the importance of where we are with child safety and automobiles. So a lady was driving her car and got the wheels kind of off the road where they were kind of doing some shoulder work and got into the sand and, anyway, turned the car over. Okay, so the car is upside down as we come up, and here comes this woman who's climbed out of the car, and as we're getting off the truck, she's yelling, My baby, my baby! and I'm like okay anything with kids is like the worst so I go running toward the car and kind of do like you know one of those Bo and Luke Duke hook slides you know kind of on the ground in that sand and sure enough I look in and there's the baby in the car seat upside down sound asleep not a scratch not a hair out of place but that seat was so important and had that child locked in so securely that the child never woke up the child was sound asleep and was perfectly fine so That's one of those stories that goes from, you know, this could be really rough to actually now kind of a giggle because the the baby is sound asleep. But anyway, I tell that story only because I just know how difficult it is for parents to sometimes install those car seats. (laughs) Have you tried that here recently, boss? Yeah. 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 But but I also speak to how great they they are now and how how protective they are of our children. So, yep. let's get a call uh, from Dean. Dean. Hello.
5: Hey, Steve. Sean, I won't keep you long. I know we've got a break coming up. But I just would like to hear your version of your favorite call in sports. Is it the uh, the long bomb for a touchdown? Is it a breakaway run, a three-point shot, a grand slam in the bottom of the ninth inning? If you had to rank it for yourself, how do you think you would rank it?
2: Wow. from That I personally called or just in sports in general? And Well, both. Wow. We could do like three hours on nah, this. I was just gonna say that that's that's you know, hard to let me let me uh somebody was asking about my you know, my sports fandom or whatever. Um so I was ten years old when the Cardinals went to the World Series in nineteen eighty two. I think that I think like ten to twelve is this magical age for a boy. And I hope it still is that, that way today. You're you know, you're you're young enough that things are, you know, special and um you know, first experiences really stick at that age and uh, you're not grown enough to where you're cynical in any other way, or too cool for school. So, I was ten when the Cardinals won the World Series in '82, and that started this run uh, for the St. Louis Cardinals. Growing up, at, you know, in St. Louis, the Ozzie Smith "Go Crazy" folks call uh, by Jack Buck um, when the guy who had never or, or hit like one left-handed, you know, home run in his career hits one down the right field line, you know, and then there's the pause, and then the "Go Crazy" folks go crazy and everybody in the city was listening to this so you know you would you could literally hear the car horns honking around town the explosion that happened with that call and that's just one example but look everybody has to also asked me what's my favorite sport to call it, i don't really have one i'm i'm kind of hey it's football season i love football it's uh, it's basketball season you know all the way into baseball season so all my all my favorite calls or moments you know are across the across the spectrum but that go crazy, folks call. Um, and if you've never heard it, I'm sure you can find it on YouTube or whatever. Uh, that would be, I guess, an example of something that makes the hair still to this day stand up on my arms.
5: Thanks, Sean. I really appreciate it, man. I'm looking forward to listening to you. Thank go you. Games. All
2: right, Dean. Thank you. 12:44.
1: Time check. Brought to you by hey Shirley. One more segment with Sean. We have some emails to get to. Call them up. Make them feel welcome. The new voice of the Gator is here live with us today on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 a.m. WYUF.
0: From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
1: Friends, for a long time now, I've been telling you about my good friends at Southeast Car Agency here in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. Yes, I do own a vehicle from Southeast Car Agency. Yes, I have purchased my vehicles from there for a very, very long time. The Cousins family has run that business for the past 40 successful years. And in all that time, all they've ever done is give you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle. The best and late model, low mileage vehicles. You can go see them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. Test drive the vehicles. Check them out for yourself. Their sales staff is there to answer any questions you might have. Or you can go online, secars.com. You'll see the vehicles, the pictures, all the pertinent information is there for you. You know, if you're driving around town, take a look in front of you or alongside of you. There's a really good chance you're going to see a Southeast Car Agency tag because they've been in business for so long and have developed the trust that they have for each and every one of their customers. When you go see them in person, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. Hey, it's Steve Russell telling you about my friends at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, where better ingredients make better meals. You love the great food like the classic burger, their great salads, and a 100% all-natural chicken burger. And now, back in season, the key lime milkshake to add to their already great flavors. And don't forget, Dick Mondell's looking for new team members, looking for competitive pay, flexible hours, and paid vacations for serious service-oriented workers. Come build the freshest burgers in town by contacting jobs at dickmondells.com com. Back to school means back
4: to routines, and of course, back to school shopping. And while spending on outfits and supplies can be stressful, Radiant Credit Union can help you out this season. Every time you use your Radiant Credit card from July 22nd through the end of August, you'll be automatically entered for a chance to win a $1,500 statement credit. Just swipe your credit card, and we'll handle the rest. You have enough to do, like avoiding the PTA parents in the drop-off line. Stop by or visit radiantcu.org rewards for details. No purchase necessary. Federally insured by NCUA.
11: Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, as well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall. We do them all.
15: Direct Auto Insurance is for uncompromisers. With savings of up to $1,044 per year, when you switch to Direct Auto, you can stop compromising and keep driving. Get a free quote at directauto.com. Data from August 2021. New customer survey. Savings, if any, vary. How you buy can affect price. National General Group, Winston-Salem.
7: Here we go! Here is the snap to Brady. Brady looks. Pump fake. Thumbs all the end zone. Those the end zone. a club ball. Touchdown, Tampa
0: Bay. Mike Evans! Hear every snap of Buccaneers football. We gotta be
11: perfect, all right? Fire the cannons. Get them going. go! Handoff,
2: Run the ball. Four net. Slashes
11: away to the 40, to the 35, to the 30, to the 25, to the 20. Four net to the 10, 5, 3, 2, 1. Touchdown
0: Tampa Bay. Right here. Your home for Tampa Bay Buccaneers football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. From every call third strike to every call to the bullpen, baseball lives here. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 a.m. WRUF and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
14: This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 a.m.
1: WRUF,
3: the home of the Florida Gators.
1: Thank you, Mary Wise. Gator Volleyball is going to crank up here very soon and hopefully another terrific year for Mary Wise's team. Let's get to David to talk to Sean. David, hello. David, go ahead.
3: Good afternoon, guys. Welcome to Gator Nation, Sean, and I look forward to hearing you on the air. Hey, I've heard that uh, when you were 10 years old, the Cardinals won the World Series,
5: and uh, that
3: happened when I was 10 years old as well. And I've been a lifelong Cardinal fan since 1967. Uh, Lou Brock's my all-time favorite player.
2: Sweet Lou, baby. I mean, hello. Yeah, I, I you, can you hear us, David?
3: Yeah, I can hear you. Okay,
2: yeah. No, um, man, you you got to watch some great teams, didn't you?
3: I absolutely did. And Sean, let me just say that uh, I, I I know you know this, but don't ever underestimate the impact. That your calls on the radio will have. I, I raised my son, taking him to Gator games since he was a little boy. Um, he ended up going to law school at University of Florida, and I became a lawyer. But I love him anyway. But he he uh, he was there during all Spurrier's glory years, and we have so many memories and so many great calls by Mick and. I know you know you have big shoes to fill but I know you're going to do a great job. Thank you
2: guys. Yeah, right. I, I appreciate the phone call. Yeah, I mean the, there's no question I have huge huge shoes to fill and moments uh that Mick was able to bring to Gator Nation. You know, I'm I'm really glad to hear that folks still are identifying the team with the call that kind of a thing. Yeah, my son's 22. So Steve, I'm I'm trying to – one of my challenges or one of my things that I want to accomplish here is that, you know, guys our age, uh, some of our callers here, uh, folks that want to listen in the stadium, uh, that's being the voice of the Gators in the traditional sense. I think, though, in talking with my son uh, and, you know, just kind of having an awareness of where this medium is, how do I be the voice of the Gators for that generation Mm -hmm. the ones that are consuming the product you know on this phone that's sitting in between you and me and um, whether it be on TikTok or YouTube or or, or elsewhere so um, I'm very excited about the traditional sense of what is in front of me here but at the same time I think I need to try and figure out also how to be the voice of the Gators for that segment of our fan base too so um, it'll be a work in progress but I think I will try and find a way to do that well I think that's really cool because I think we all sort of relate to our
1: generation, mm-hmm. but I'm fortunate because I get to work with young people all the time. Right. So even if you don't want to, they make you go into things like that. Yes. So that's a good thing. Yes. Uh, Jack in North Atlanta. Welcome.
6: First of all, Sean, welcome to Gator Nation. Second thing is Georgia Bulldogs are most lethal the most hated people in the entire world. you got to realize that, man. Right, Dave?
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't think a lot of Gator fans like Georgia. That's no, for sure. Uh, my Twitter uh, timeline has uh, had some suggestions about, you know, what I should say when the Gators win. And um, there's a certain word and then Georgia. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I've, it, I've been <laughs> alerted to uh, to that.
6: Uh, and, well, I'm from Fern- Fernandina Beach. I just got my master's at 60 years old. You know, again, uh, I, I go back to the Otis box days where Otis would go, uh, so and so, so and so, running, running. Oh my gosh, Larry Smith, Larry Smith. Third and seven. So, I mean, it was just, he was, uh, bless his heart. He was just, uh, uh, it's, it's great at this time. But, uh, you know, but the, the tough, the tough job is Steve's job. Now, the most entertaining job at WRUF is having the guys calling on uh, Steve, five billionaire here. really he won by seven points and then Steve's got to deal with these drunks driving back to Atlanta and everywhere to Jacksonville, so Steve's got the toughest job, and I know you guys are short for time, but Steve, I did want to congratulate you on the words that you talked about, that Laurel Rutledge talked to you about you, what a great job you did, and I just think that's a, that was a wonderful honor for you.
1: No question. No question. Um, you know, I've said this a lot. This is fun. Uh, I, I've had a great life in doing this, but the thing that gets me the most excited is when somebody here goes on and works either in the business or is successful. That is the that is the thing that drives me every single day to work here. No question about
6: it. Well, my my stepson got to went to the J school and he had a class of yours, and again, uh he th- well for you and thought you were great, I'm not gonna mention his name out, embarrassing. But uh, you know, again, John, I tell you what, we're a different bunch, man. We got a we got a chip on our shoulders, but I tell you what, we it, it, being a Gator fan is like a terminal illness. It just gets worse and worse with age, and I promise you that. I went to my first game when Steve kicked the field goal, and I'll be sixty-one in December, so I, I went there. And, I, and then the next week, I remember Bill Stanfield just mauling my hero Steve Spurrier on the. Uh, uh, on the football field. But welcome to Gator Nation, man. And we will listen to you uh, at, uh, on the third at the Utah when we beat the number eight ranked Utes.
1: All right, Jack. Thank you for your call. Thank you, Jack. All right, got a bunch of emails to get through here. Yep. Uh, Daryl says for the end of the game, uh, it should be great news to the Gator Nation. Uh, Chris says with Vin Scully passing, did you ever cross paths with him? Did he have any influence in how you
2: call games? uh first of all we've lost an icon obviously um in vin i I did cross paths with him one time he was as gracious as you might imagine um my my exposure experience with vin is just as the listener so uh, i did not have a personal relationship with him or you know one of those sessions that we've now heard great stories about his impact on on young broadcasters coming up so no that's a legend um Big games, you know, are hand-in-hand hand with him. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I guess I don't know what really to say about Vin other than um, he had a – oh, I, I, the question was, do, does anything that I do fall off of the Vin Scully tree? No, I I, I don't have that, that Vin style. Other than I think pacing, when you do baseball, it's a, such a different pace broadcast. I think that Vin was a master at that. Um, you know, we hear all the stories about Vin would have this great story, right? And the danger in baseball broadcasting, and Steve, you know this, is yeah. don't don't bring up the big story with two outs. You know, you're going to get burned and, yep. and all that. Seemingly, God would, would allow Vin to finish the story by having the guy at the plate foul off three more pitches. Right. And then the story would be over, and then the inning would come to an end. So that, that was just kind of the magic of Vin Scully. Yeah uh david says for
1: the sign off straight out of the alma mater orange and blue victorious oh i like that yep uh daniel says i'm a young generation 37 and still like the radio broadcast still take the radio to the games look forward to your calls this year and for years to come larry says welcome aboard red barber was slightly before my time but go back to otis david and certainly mick after listening uh, to you for the past forty-five minutes, I have no question. The perfect selection was made for the Gators' fourth play-by-play-by-play by, play by play announcer. He says, "Who do you report to? Who do I report to?" Yeah,
2: um, I, I think he means like the, either the UAA or I am. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a UAA employee, um, so I report to Steve McClain, Scott Strickland, and then I have this kind of this policy of I serve at the pleasure of the head coach. So I I view Billy Napier and Ty Golden uh, and and Kevin O'Sullivan those are as much my bosses in this role as anything else so and look coaches will come and go i understand how this business works but when i'm granted the access that i'm given by these coaches and made to feel as a member of their staff in some way um, i have to return that respect and be respectful of their schedule um, what we will wear to and from you know road games those kind of things i don't think i'm i don 't want fans to think you know i 'm beholden and, and, and they 'll never do anything wrong, or i can 't ask them a question that you all want to have asked it 's just about when you're, when you 're treated as a member of the team, then you should respect those same team rules yeah, yeah. No, no question about it. Last couple of minutes here I, I save one for the end here. Um, you met, was baseball your sport growing up? I played more of it, uh, and then early in my career, I broadcast more of it than anything else, college baseball. Um, so I guess, yeah, I mean, if, if you're going to make me pick a favorite, it's <laughs> yeah. probably that. But going back to what I said, is there anything better than a Saturday in the SEC? I right. mean, I, I can't wait. For, I mean, like, it, it's, it's it's so slow at the moment. I know it'll get here quickly, but September 3rd, I mean, I, I just, can't you feel in this town right now how people are craving to get that back? Yeah. And, and we're about to have it back. So And then, look, all those years in the NBA, there's nothing quite like... Calling the speed of an NBA game and all that. So, seasonally is where I try to stay, but baseball is a, a romantic thing for me, yes. Chuck Cooperstein's one of our guys. Yes. Um, I've known Coop for 20 great, years now. Great dude. Yes. Great yeah. guy. He,
1: he came back not too long ago, and we were in school together, so, you know, we have Coop. good memories. Yes. Um, really good guy. Um, well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed uh, having Sean here today. Uh, you'll be able to hear his broadcast here and just, I can't think of how many days we have left here, but not too many uh, when he'll start things, uh, when Utah comes to town, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun with Sean here and it's going to be a lot of fun having you around and uh, I look forward to working with you a lot, so thank you for being here
2: today. Yeah, and we're going to do this a, kind of on a regular basis, yes. I hope. Yes, we okay. are. Yeah, yeah, so thank you for making me
1: feel so welcome today. Um, and I appreciate you yep. being here. Uh, t- a second hour of sports scene coming up. Call us up, talk a little sports. got some things to talk about. Uh, and we will do that with you as we always do. You are listening to ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. Come back and join us in Talks and talk some sports with us in hour two.
0: RUF, Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM,
1: WRUF. Dave Mays automotive, we get the bugs out of your car. Oh yeah, you can feel it, the hot Florida summer's upon us. And where do you feel it the worst? Well, in your vehicle, of course, unless you can reach over and dial in an icy blast of A.C. If the air conditioning in your car isn't keeping you cool, take a ride and visit my friends at Dave Mays Automotive. And of course, A.C. isn't all they do. They can take care of your whole car, from brakes, tires, even engines and transmission work. And my favorite part is their honesty and work ethic. After all, there's a reason they've been in business since 1975. Take it from me, Steve Russell. There's no place else I trust my vehicle to. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave
13: Mays Automotive, we get
6: the bugs,
16: all of them bugs out of your car.
11: There are certain memories you have of great nights with great friends. Memories that'll last a lifetime, and if you're like a lot of folks, many of those memories happened at 1728 West University Avenue in Gainesville. It's been many names over the years. The College Inn, the Purple Porpoise, Gator City, and six years ago, a new establishment was built at that address, The Social at Midtown. The Social at Midtown is Gainesville's favorite restaurant and rooftop bar, and is located right across from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. The Social has 60 huge flat-screen TVs so you won't miss one second of the action. And every night they have different specials. But you don't have to wait till the nighttime to head to The Social. They open for lunch at 11 o'clock every day of the week. Check out their delicious menu at thesocialgnv.com. Follow them on social media to see the latest specials. It's time to make new memories at 1728 West University Avenue.
0: See you at The Social at Midtown. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, have some lunch, on ESPN 98, one FM and 8.50 AM WRUF.
1: Welcome to the hour two of Sports Scene. Really appreciate Sean being here live in the studio. He, he will be here, uh, we hope, on a weekly basis uh, for a segment. So if it's football season, we'll talk football. If it's basketball, we'll talk basketball and if it's baseball, we'll talk baseball. So we looked forward to having Sean here uh and making that happen. And thank you uh for your calls and making him uh feel welcome here. Um look, it's it's not uh an easy thing. You know, when when you're replacing somebody who has been here as long as Mick has, you know, fans uh, become used to who is doing play-by-play. Uh, you and but now it's a chance for you know somebody else to come in and uh, kind of take up the mantle again. And looking forward to what Sean will do. Uh, Zach is producing the broadcast today, uh, so call us up and talk a little sports 8255 you can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. And uh, tomorrow on the show, uh, Sean kind of mentioned it, about Utah, which is now getting you know, closer and closer. Uh, we're going to be talking about Utah specifically. And uh, we'll get a little better uh, view uh, of them tomorrow. We'll talk to Josh Newman who covers the team for the Salt Lake City Tribune. Gator football, again, getting a four-star linebacker uh, to flip uh, from South Carolina. Um, And, again, that's recruiting is an ongoing thing. And it's really good because if you don't know who this kid is, Jaden Robinson, he was at Columbia County. That's right up the street So it's good to get a kid like that here. Um, All right, some things to talk about today. I guess as it gets closer, uh, a couple of people have already asked this about uh, inside the huddle. Let me give you what our lineup is going to be in the fall as far as football is concerned. We will have inside the huddle uh, that will uh, debut for this season in uh, 12 days. So, Steve Spurrier back, Shane Matthews back. Shayner will be here every Monday to talk football with you, and he'll be with us on the pregame show. So, that will stay the way it has been. And we are, I am very, very happy uh, that that is. Going to happen. Very, very good. Um, Tom Brady. Um, It's interesting to deal with some personal things. Now, your guess is as good as mine. Um, He will return after next week's preseason game. That's on August 20th. Now, he says the coach, Todd Bowles, they talked about this before training camp started. So this is not something where he's all of a sudden just saying, I can't be there. Um, And, you know, he's now, he said, it's just a personal issue. And he has a pretty high level of confidence that Brady will be the starting quarterback. And they play Dallas uh, in week one now that gives more reps to Kyle Trask but there's no guarantee he's going to be Brady's backup because Blaine Gabbard is also there. I think they have another quarterback too um, but you know Gabbert I think is going to be the main so it'll be interesting to see you know who gets reps uh, in those games. Um, today also is just frankly one of those days where there isn't a lot happening. That's just the way it is. Um, and, you know, you deal with it. And we will. But I hope that as we get Closer to the season starting here. Uh, we'll be able to do. Uh, a lot more here. Because I, because when football does start. Uh, getting your calls. Is tougher. All right. Some afternoon baseball today. In fact. A lot of it. The Marlins. One of the teams that's playing. Um, Detroit just fired their general manager. The Tigers did. So. uh interesting and don't forget um, tonight if you've been watching has anybody watched the Jeter series the captain I thought it's really good and I think the final installment uh, is tonight all right let's go folks I got an hour to fill here all right Uh, I do have a couple of emails though I'll get to those uh, very quickly here this is an interesting question and one I don't think really can get an answer for, um, the question was, do we know what Billy Napier's tendencies are when it comes to going for it, you know on fourth down, or those sorts of things um I don't know uh enough from what he did uh you know at his previous stop at Louisville to know the answer, at Louisiana, to uh, know the answer to that. I do think just from getting to to know him a little bit, uh, he's big on analytics. But look, I, I don't know that there's a, uh, how do I want to put it, a hard and fast thing that says, you know, I remember mean, Urban Meyer used to have a board and he would say, you know, third and 6 from this yard line, here's the percentage that you make it. I mean, that that's how detailed he was. I don't know if he is that detailed or not, but it is it'll be interesting to see what he does. Ah, uh, let's see here. Bill emails. Steve, what do you think the chances are for Florida to beat Utah, and he puts in parentheses, realistically? Look. Utah's good. Utah played Ohio. Now, what happens from one year to the next doesn't necessarily translate, right? But they played Ohio State very tough last year. They made that quarterback change. It certainly helped them. Um, So, But can Florida win that game? Sure. Yes. I think a lot of people around the program think Florida's first 22 are pretty good. It's what's the depth like after that? You know, how much of a drop off is there? And I told you this a few days ago, not that the media knows what it's talking about, because we've seen that sometimes we don't. But if you look at the first, second, and third teams preseason All-SEC, there's not a lot of Gators, and especially not a lot of Gators on the first team. So, you know, if, if, that is a, if that's a measuring stick, a ways to go. Todd says, it'll be weird without mixed play-by-play play and the excitement he brought. Hopefully, Sean will jump in and keep it exciting. I think he will. With Utah looking at the last few years, they score a lot of points. Maybe the conference they play in an emphasis on offense, not defense, after beating Oregon twice and taking Ohio State to the edge. I know they'll be fired up and present some issues for Florida. Look, this is a big game. Florida's not ranked, right? And and you can make the case, Todd, that Florida, at least today, today is a middle-of-the-road, middle-of-the-pack SEC team. But there's history. It's hard to win, traditionally, in the swamp. And that's why this is not only a big game for Utah, it's a big game for that league. It's a big game for that league to beat a team from the SEC. He says, I feel like we'll be able to score with them but the concern is defense, is our defense, especially D-line and DB is going to be able to limit plays. Well, I don't know. If anybody can answer that question, Todd, you know, I don't know. We'll see. That's I, – I, I don't – what I think is going to be interesting, for all the Gator fans that vilified Todd Grantham, right? So now we're going to see, at least in part, and I'm anxious to see this. Was it scheme? Was it where, you know, he, Todd Grantham, was not doing the right thing? or was it personnel, or was it a little combination of both? So, I mean, if if Utah that can score comes out and scores 35 on Florida, are you going to say Florida's defense is bad? No, Utah's offense is pretty good. But it will be, you know, I, what everybody has emphasized in camp, what everybody's talked about from Napier down is don't help the other team team don't make stupid mistakes that is what killed florida last year you eliminate that or at least most of it because i don't think anybody's immune to that then you're going to be better just to start with because of that 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 is there's no question of that in my mind i get porter here real quick porter go ahead
12: hey see um i was just uh, uh one quick question curious is, has there been any discussion yet as far as of you know how, what the the how they're going to do baseball coverage and yet I know well, I was just curious cuz I'm I'm as a big baseball fan yes. or is that is yes. too early
1: Yes uh nothing will change radio wise Sean will okay. do what Mick has done you know television the Same as Mick. okay yeah. got gotcha.
12: okay all right and thanks okay, okay. thank
1: you porter yep now that's as far as i know I mean, who knows but that's that's what i was told um Charles says, a reminder, the 69 unranked Gator football team started the season against number 7-ranked Houston and beat them. Yeah, like I said, that's why you don't know. And that's why Florida is capable of winning, no doubt. And look, back then, back then, nobody knew about Reeves and Alvarez. They became better known after beating that Houston team. But that 69 team ended up being pretty good. Could this be the same thing? Could be. No doubt about it. 114, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF.
0: If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN, 981 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF.
1: Friends, what's the number one mistake sellers make when selling their home? Well, the answer may be a bit surprising. With over 18 years of experience, Scott Caldwell with your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty has seen it all. Buyer's market, seller's market, and even the low inventory market. He says one of the biggest mistakes sellers make is not planning ahead. When you have the luxury of time, when you can plan ahead to sell your home, do your research, find out what your home is really worth. If you need to buy another one, Scott Caldwell has off-market listings that never hit the MLS. Did you know almost 50% of sales are with off-market properties? And he has over 8,000 buyers in his database. He's got all the information you'll need to help you plan ahead and net you the most money, and in the end, that is the most important thing in selling your home, getting you the most money. So plan ahead. Call Scott Caldwell, 352-209-0000, 352-209-0000, or visit caldwellhasthebuyers.com.
13: This August, we want you to remember to keep children safe as we return to school. Always stop for stopped school buses and obey signals from crossing guards. Remain alert and do not use your cell phone in school zones. And remember that car seats and booster seats only work if they are used correctly every time. Do your part to help keep us safe
14: on the roadways. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. For more important safety tips, visit FLHSMV.gov.
11: Football season is almost here. Time to let Electronics World upgrade your home entertainment so you can enjoy all the big games this fall. Hi, this is Tom Collette. Score big with a new Sony 4K Ultra HD TV or a custom designed, professionally installed home theater from Electronics World. The winning team at EW can put you right on the 50 yard line in your own home. Come visit us today and see for yourself. Just off Newberry Road, west of I-75 near TJ Maxx or online at electronicsworld.net. Okito
14: America's new location on Newberry Road is opening in late August. The school year is back and no one does after school like Okito America, martial arts, academic tutoring, Spanish classes, art classes, science classes, sports programs, and free transportation. Classes for all ages, 6900 Southwest Archer Road and coming late August to 7420 West Newberry Road. Hurry, sign up at OkitoAmerica.com today before classes fill up.
8: Blue
17: 42! Blue 42! Hut! Hut! Hike!
6: The Gators, the Utes, kickoff is less than four weeks away. Right here on ESPN 981 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF.
9: For the second time in 100 years of football at the University of Florida, the Gators celebrate as national champions.
0: The home of the Florida Gators. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app.
1: I'm just curious about something since we're in this sort of twilight zone between now and the start of football, even with week zero that that's coming up pretty quick though. Uh, Not this weekend, but next is week zero. Yay. Um, Okay. I was thinking about this today and, you know, as fans, let, let me digress. One of the, Nice things I get to do uh, every Wednesday uh, through our partnership with the Gator Collective is to talk to some Gator athletes that I don't normally get a chance to talk to. And I really like that. because I get a chance to talk to them, you know, outside a court or a gym or whatever it is and get to know them as human beings. And I think sometimes we forget athletes are just that. They have the same issues and things going on in their lives as we do. But sometimes, just from an athlete standpoint, there are some that, while they may be really good, just irk you. And for me, you know what the latest one is? Kevin Durant. I'm so done with him. I thought nobody could top LeBron when it came to that. I was wrong. Kevin Durant has now topped LeBron James in terms of most annoying. Some of these guys just think, you know, that the franchise can't exist without them, and it's you know it's weird. A lot of people think Kevin Durant's a good guy; he's not a he's not a bad dude. But like, how can you think you can hold an entire organization? Hostage. If they if the Nets trade him when they don't really want to trade him, then that is a bad, bad signal for the future. Bad. And again, he may be the nicest fella in the world. He's a hell of a player. But wah, wah, wah. I'm just over it. Do you have an athlete like that in your mind that you, you just go, uh you know? Tom Brady used to kind of be like that for me. My opinion of him's changed a little bit, but Brady used to be like that for me a little bit. By the way, Field of Dreams game coming up tonight. Reds and the Cubs, and they're not going to go back there. Uh, MLB isn't after this game, Apparently. Uh, they're building, I think, softball fields or little league fields over at the property. And because of the construction, uh, they're not going to go there for a couple of years. So I hope, again, if baseball's got a brain in its head, and sometimes they don't, find another iconic venue you can play that game. And maybe rotate it. Because look, as cool as Field of Dreams is, after a while, that's going to lose its luster, right? So find a place, another place that, you know, an old minor league park or, you know, something where you can have a little nostalgia. Uh, and the game's going to be on Fox tonight, too. Uh, PG, hello.
18: Hey, Steve. Um, yeah, just when you were mentioning the Kevin Durant uh, deal there it kind of made me think and he basically i'm paraphrasing but basically said uh you know they could fire the gm and the coach and i'll stay or you know it's either them or me right and and like wow because you know players come and go nobody's bigger than the program kind of thing um and i like what sean mark said we're going to do what's in the best interest of the you know new jersey net or actually brooklyn nets now yep um, and the contracts go both ways. I mean, Durant signed this deal, which solidified him. Um, the NBA commissioner mentioned that, like when you sign these contracts, you got a lot of years left. You know, they're giving you financial uh, stability that you signed. It, it, it is you did commit as well. And I know things change, and some guys get underpaid. Uh, but in this case, he's one of the you know wealthiest players in the game, and now he's asking as an organization if you're going to fire your gm and your coach you just can't turn it over to one player I, I just i'm with you on that 100% so um what it made me think of then was my guy would be Deshaun Watson uh and i and i wanted to ask you this it's not even so much what he did it's that you know Houston was building around him did all these things he was obviously doing some things he shouldn't have and that's not my place to talk about but he requested the trade before those things came out with the Texans. How and this is my question. Did you expect for the Texans to be able to have gotten the package that they got with the off the field stuff going on and his trade demands?
1: Yes. Absolutely yes. I'm a big history guy, PG. The the, the history's littered with this. Okay? Unless it's something really egregious. How many times have we seen really good players who've done something wrong get a second or a third chance? Happens all the time. Why? Because they they can play. So, no, it didn't surprise me. What what did surprise me a little bit is the initial suspension that was handed down. I was stunned by that. In other words, the 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 few games he was uh, not able to play, given you know what was out there. Now, you know, I don't know if Goodell's trying to make an example of him, but you know, he said he's appealing and thinks there should be a season long ban. Okay, now we'll see. Yeah,
18: and and there's layers to that. That right there, the suspension, but also the contract that he got reworked by getting traded has actually changed the landscape of the quarterback position. The amount of guaranteed money, even if he is suspended, that he's going to make is changing, like, Lamar Jackson's mindset now. Mahomes, you know, isn't quite what, what he was getting paid. Like, one desperate team that Cleveland, let's be honest, a lot of people aren't just choosing to go to Cleveland, right? You need a franchise quarterback. that are worth so much in that league that they were willing to overlook all these things, pay him an amount of money that is gonna change salary caps um is just it's just really crazy how just one one I guess player can can kind of command that and like you're saying that with Kevin Durant. So
1: Yeah I mean look the bottom line is he can play. That, that that's the bottom line. And so you know look this what if and I'm being fairy ish here but what if Deshaun Watson does his penance and he does very well playing for Cleveland and maybe he, you know, donates money to to some cause or whatever. Well, then, you know, I think we all like a story like that where you learn, you know, from a mistake. But that's not why the Browns are doing this. You said it. The Browns are doing this because they believe he's a really good player and that he's the missing piece. The Browns have pieces around that position. But they lost faith in Baker Mayfield. So, you know, what's the missing piece? The quarterback. Okay, he can play, so we're going to spend that money. Be damned with what, you know, is happening off the field. That's the bottom line.
18: Yeah, but then the NFL is going to say, we don't want people protesting the game. One player isn't bigger than the league. Like, this can, you know, you've seen it. With the Michael Vick dog stuff, and some other instances, some domestic violence uh charges, I can't remember the running back's name, but for baltimore um and those are all different circumstances, but they come they hurt you know the n f l s bottom line and, and in the short that's term
1: why, yeah, and women's rights in the you know, short uh, term though Sean. that that's the thing p g if if people look at history most of the time, if somebody protests or whatever. It's short term. It's yeah. short term. You you take a short term hit and then, you know, you look at the longer lens and see, you know, what's out there. So in like Ray Rice, okay, so you were talking about I think. That was him. Yeah. Um so, you know, yeah. And he ended up not being able to play. So, you know, think of the think of the standard with that, but he plays the most important position in football.
18: Yeah, and the NFL has to show that they are supportive of those other groups sure i just think because it's a
1: business so okay. great show man appreciate pg it. thank you appreciate the call tony get right to you 129 time check brought to you by hayes jillie espn 981 fm 850 am wruf
15: this is hub brown dean of the college of journalism and communications here at the university of florida and you are listening to espn 981 fm 850 am wruf the home of the florida gators Hi, this is Dr.
17: Art Maury of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry.
9: Oh, they're just nice people. It's not a bad bad trip to the dentist like it was when I was younger. You know, that was a horrible thing. And and now it's, it's you go in and there are nice people there. They talk to you, they don't hurt you. <laughs> this is fairly important to me. Yeah. Well, and you
14: look forward to coming here. It's not yeah. like, oh my gosh, I'm going to the dentist. It's okay, we're going in to see everybody Exceptional Dentistry. It sounds silly, but it makes a difference in the way you look and feel about things. So, it's not just coming to the dentist, it's
9: We come see our friends. Exactly. They're the best. That's it.
14: This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com.
13: International Diamond Centers giving you relief from rising prices with two incredible offers going on right now. Offer number one, an instant 25% savings on all wedding bands. You heard it right. Now, for a limited time, get our best price ever on all wedding bands. 25% off across the board. Now that's price relief. Or if you prefer, you can take advantage of offer number two. Zero interest financing for 24 months on any purchase. And IDC will even cover your first two payments. This incredible finance option is for everything. Rings, pendants, bands, bracelets, designer jewelry. Pick any item, spread your payments over two years. Years with zero interest, and as a bonus, IDC will even cover your first two payments. So you can save big on wedding vans or go take advantage of this incredible finance offer. Whichever you choose, you can't lose during IDC's Summer of Savings event now through the end of August only at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit.
7: For Circuit Judge Sean Brewer, 24 years of legal experience seeking justice. Sean Brewer has prosecuted crimes throughout our circuit. Robbery, manslaughter, crimes against women and children, and murder. Sean Brewer for circuit judge. Proven, experienced, committed to justice. For over three decades, Sean Brewer has called North Florida home. A husband, father, and community volunteer. Sean Brewer will support the U.S. Constitution and all amendments. He can be trusted to faithfully and impartially interpret the law. Sean Brewer, he has endorsements from North Florida sheriffs, prosecutors, and the Police Benevolent Association. For circuit judge, vote Sean Brewer. Learn more at backbrewer.com. Paid for by Sean Brewer for 8th Circuit Judge.
0: From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update.
14: Today, partly cloudy, hot and hazy. Highs in the mid-90s. Heat indices closer to 105, and we've got a better chance for sea breeze, showers, and storms. They'll generally push from west to east across our area. Locally heavy rain rates will be possible at times, and that could cause localized flash flooding. Storms exiting off the of First Coast later on this evening. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski.
19: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. And anybody complaining in this day and age in passing game football and national football, they yeah. ever shaming himself. I get into conversations with these young receivers all the time. You're playing flag football. A dude runs off the line of scrimmage and catches a 20 yard pass, and everybody goes, What a great route. What route? He just ran down the field with nobody touching him.
0: Yeah. Get off my lawn. Yeah. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on
8: ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
1: Williams says uh, about Napier's tendency to go for it in certain situations, as detailed as he appears to be, be shocked if the spreadsheet didn't already exist. Uh, Yeah, I I would agree with that. A breath of fresh air, hopefully, because our previous head coaches in football and basketball did a really poor job of that. Uh, And about Grantham, if you have a group of coaches that know how to stop a simple counter, it's an instant upgrade. I agree. He said, in all your years of watching football, have you ever seen a team in the SEC that was gashed with a counter uh, over 10 yards a play over 20 times? Uh, no. Uh, very low baseline to be better than Grantham, that's for sure. Whether the scheme was too complex or the players just responding matters none. Well, yes, it that does matter. That does matter, William. Um, but he says it was pathetic because of that. Yes, it was not good. But but uh, but I, I guess what you're saying is, if the scheme was too complex or the players not responding, it was pathetic either way. Yes, but it does matter. Tony, welcome.
10: Hey, Steve. What's going on, man? Hey. Um, you know, to uh, piggyback off that uh, Grantham comment there reference the Utah game, I'm also looking forward not only to the Utah game, but to the season also to see if it was a scheme thing, a coaching thing, or a personnel thing. And uh, right off the bat, Utah it's not a good matchup as far as Utah's offense against the weaknesses of the Gator defense that you can see from the outside, right? Because the the weaknesses are the defensive tackles, and then we've always had issues with our linebackers in coverage. And when you have Ventrell in there, that's always been one of his main weaknesses. And when you look at Utah's offense, they're going to try and just run it down your throat, and they're going to use their two tight ends that are two seniors one of their guys, Kincaid, is like a preseason All-American, and they're going to use the tight ends to gash you up the middle with the passing game. So I think that's a huge test to the defense. It's going to be a huge test to see what uh, Patrick Tony can do as far as scheming that up right off the bat, to be honest with you, man.
1: Agreed. Um, you know, I'm anxious to get more about Utah tomorrow, um, but – They're good on offense now. Part of it is the Pac-12 is not a great defensive league, but that said, Mm -hmm. you know, Utah's offense is good, and so you know it's going to be an instant test for this defense. But I agree uh, with what uh, William just said. You know, if you if you just know the scheme better and you know what you're supposed to do and you're not out of position. At least that gives you a fighting chance.
10: Yeah, for sure. Hey, um, to change it up on us here, uh, what do you think? Uh, thank God my Yankees build up that lead, huh? What do you think is going on there?
1: Well, I mean, look, there's peaks and valleys to a year. I think the Yankees had played at such a sustained level. Uh, they've had some injuries a little bit. You know, some of the hitters yeah. have cooled off a little bit. Um, a couple of their best pitchers have not pitched like they had pitched earlier in the year so you put that on the you know the pot of stew that's what's happening yep
10: yeah, pretty much all that added up man um some good news as far as our jets are concerned they just uh, announced that they signed uh the free agent left tackle Dwayne Brown to uh hopefully fill in for uh Beckham that was lost for the season um last week so that's at least a little good news. I've heard a lot of good reports out of camp from uh, Zach Wilson. He's looking really good, uh, getting uh, control of the offense a lot better. Uh, they're ecstatic about the young receiving core. The first-round pick is making catches every day in practice. And uh, I don't know. I think we might be able to win some games this year. What do you think, Steve?
1: Uh, I feel bad for Beckham, but he's been hurt since he walked in there. Uh, and you kind of hope, yeah. And you it, kind of hope, yeah, hope, you know, that 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 will be fixed. Um, Dwayne Brown, I think, was on had been on their radar for a while uh-huh. because of the uncertainty of Becton and what his, you know, prognosis was going to be. So him that signing didn't surprise me at all, like you said. Um, I still want to see. Uh, I I wasn't convinced about the quarterback. I, I I just want to see. I hope I hope I am proven wrong.
10: I think I think he's going to have a big year. I think he's going to have a good year. Um to a little Gator connection before they found Dwayne Brown, um some good reports were coming out of the rookie Max Mitchell. Um maybe it, it might have been maybe a little bit of a stretch for him to start this year, but they definitely feel good about him long term and he's the uh tackle that they drafted out of Louisiana. Which was, you know, signed and developed by Billy Napier and uh, Stapleton and uh, Hale, Hale, correct? Right? Same, oh, yeah, Hale. yeah, uh, yeah. So he was uh, signed and developed by them, and they feel real good about him uh, for the future. Okay, That's a little Gator connection there, guys. All, All right, right, Tony, Steve,
1: appreciate care, you. Thank you for your call, Mike. Welcome to the show.
10: Hey, how are you doing,
17: Steve? Good, Mike. Um, just want to talk a little bit of baseball here.
1: Okay,
17: uh, I happen to. Uh, Brady Singer in his last uh, start, he looked really good.
1: Yeah, he's had some good outings. Uh, the, he they, yes, he got sent to the minor leagues. They tweaked him a little bit, um, and since he's come back, he's pitched. You know, he's pitched pretty well.
17: Yeah, they were, they were, one of the stats was I think in his last five outings, his ERA was phenomenal. It was like really doing well. He gave up one run, but, you know, like, like you know, it's like it was only one guy. You know, like he didn't have, you know, like guys on base. So, hopefully it
6: continues well for him.
1: Yeah, and sometimes that's what you need. I mean, nobody likes being sent to the minor leagues. But, no. you know, if you get there and, and they, they see something that, you know, you, that, that they feel you need to work on, you come back and you're better, that's the, <laughs> obviously that's the whole idea. So yeah. uh, let, let's hope that well, continues I, for him.
17: I'm a Reds fan and so like I am looking forward to the game tonight, although, you know, like with both the, the Reds and the Cubs, they they probably need some of the act the, the players in that in the, the field of dreams to come in and help them. But uh <laughs> you know, like the uh, uh you know, I can I, obviously I wish well for Jonathan India continues to do to do well with that. But
18: uh
1: Well, we'll he's see. he's not done 100%. well. His his average is in the two forties. Um he's yeah. been hurt. Even in in and out of the okay. lineup, so uh, you know, too bad for him. And by the way, I looked it oh, up. I Singer's ERA is down to three point four nine, which is pretty good. Yeah,
17: yeah. And uh, so, one final thing, I, I have looked at the uh, the captain, the the
1: the, the thing. thing. Yeah,
17: that's really. Yeah, I did not know a lot of things about his life, so I got, I really followed it. It's a really good show. So it is. I. I well, Steve, I'll,
1: I'll, I wasn't going to watch it, uh, but then I was flipping channels one night, and I did, and I was glad I did. It was, it's very well done. And you're right, a lot of insight into Jeter, not just on the field, but you know, off of it a little bit too. Yep. All right, just Mike, thank you. Steve. Yep, appreciate the call. David's up. Hi, David.
16: Hey, Steve. Um, I wanted to talk to you a little NFL talk. My Steelers named Trubisky as the starter. I saw so that. I'm excited to see what happens there. One thing I wanted to ask you, though, and I'm, you'll know this: uh, is P Ryan still on the roster for the Jets?
1: I don't know. I've not looked at the Jets roster to be honest. I don't know why he would not be.
16: He's still under rookie contract, so.
1: So that's why I don't. I don't. I don't remember him being traded or cut. So I would assume he still is.
16: I just remember, like they were talking about him tearing up camp and playing really well when. Uh, Le'Veon Bell was, I guess, sitting out for whatever he was doing. I don't know what he was doing. And then um, all of a sudden, I think he had a couple ankle injuries or something, and it kind of derailed him, and he really didn't get to show what he could do the past couple of years. So I hope he gets a shot because we all know what type of running back he is. I mean, is he an every-down starter in the NFL? No, but is he a change of pace that can carve out a career? Definitely. And So I really hope he does well there. Um, I was going to ask you about your Jets. Uh, this year, like, I mean, the, them and the Jacks have kind of been the punching bag and the Lions, but, you, I mean, you can't count the Lions because they're the punching bag every year. Um I, the NFL these past few years, and um, I, every time I see them make roster moves with the Jets, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. That's a good move. That checks the box. And things just, they either have bad luck with injuries or, like, attitudes from players and stuff. Well, I wanted to ask you, what do you think needs to change this season to get you guys over that like bad luck hump with
1: all this stuff, um, talent wins. And unfortunately, the Jets, as an organization from the front office down, uh, have not drafted particularly well in the past. Uh, some of their free agent signings have not been very good, and as a result of that, I mean, I- I'll tell you what one NFL player told me the Jets had the reputation where players would only go to play for the Jets to make money. In other words, if they had a ring or they had had some kind of, you know, success, I'll play for the Jets for a couple of years because I can. they'll overpay and I'll make more money. Well, if you have that kind of reputation, that's not good. The hiring of the coach from the 49ers, you know, was, was – a good hire because players that I saw on Twitter praised it. And that's coming from players that had, you know, played for him. Now, they are so bad, you know, they have a new they have a new front office. They seem to have drafted better. So, but it's going to take time. It's going to take time.
16: I got you. Um, I wanted one question to finish up. Uh, and I, I don't know, like, I don't want to get, like, cause any, like, Drama or nothing on the show. So this is a, if you can't answer the question, I get it. But with um, my least favorite team in the NFL, the Browns, uh, bringing on Deshaun Watson and everything like that. Yep. And yep. I, I wanted to ask about he got a the judge recommended a six game suspension. Right. And right. Well, not not a judge, data. but
1: but an arbitrator. Okay, yeah.
16: Arbit- ar- yeah arbitrator. Um, Goodell's recommending he wants at least a year, if not an indefinite. They're going to seek a year, and they're br- giving it to a, I guess another person to review or whatever, and they said that the NFLPA is going to um, probably fight against whatever they decide, so we're looking at taking it to actual, like they said, maybe taking it to court over the whole matter. Uh, my question is, um, is if there if there was ever a situation where the NFLPA would wash their hands and say, you know what, Deshaun, you kind of reap what you sow, I, I get it, you weren't found guilty, but this is a really sticky situation, we're going to leave it like it is, Um and you just kind of got to deal with it. I would feel like this would be that situation, but it's not. So what is your opinion on the NFLPA saying that they're going to try to appeal whatever Watson has? And I'll take that off the air. You All, know, right. Google, All right. one, Steve.
1: Thank <laughs> you, David. I'm going to give you sort of a 50,000-foot answer here, okay? If you are a player's association, what is your job? To protect the player. If you're an attorney and you're an attorney for somebody who's convicted or who is accused of 10 murders, do you not defend him? Same thing here. Okay? The NFLPA's job is to help players. That's what the association is. So that's what the job they've got to do as you know, if 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 somebody is defending a a murderer. Well, that's. I mean, it isn't good. But our system says that you that he's he or she is uh, can have a lawyer. It's the same thing here. So if the NFLPA didn't fight it, what would the players think? You got to do it. One forty-seven. Time check. Brought to you by H. Tony, get right to you. Final segment coming up. ESPN. Ninety-eight FM. Eight fifty AM. WRIU.
0: Live from Weimar Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, W.R.U.F. Beat the heat. Here's how to stay cool in hot weather. Buy a boat from Polaris of
11: Gainesville. Tie on a tube. Toss out a lure. Take a cruise. Ranger boats known for exceptional performance and unsurpassed design and craftsmanship. Polaris of Gainesville is your one stop authorized tracker marine dealer for Ranger fiberglass bass boats, aluminum bass boats, pontoon boats, or Ranger's legendary saltwater series. Powered by Mercury, enjoy the biggest playground on Earth. Visit Polaris of Gainesville and take your Ranger boat out to play.
8: Polaris of Gainesville is looking to buy your used power sports vehicle right now. If you have a boat, ATV, side-by-side, jet ski, or motorcycle of any make or model, we're paying top dollar right now. Turn that dust collector into fast cash now at Polaris of Gainesville on Highway 441 between Gainesville and Alachua. Polaris of Gainesville is also hiring. Apply in person or visit polarisofgainesville.com.
17: Atlanta has become known as the Hollywood of the South, and this got me thinking. Every movie or show follows a script that was written by an author. In life, we envision our own script and how we play it out from the beginning to the end. We see ourselves as the main character and our friends and family as supporting cast. But most of the time, our lives don't follow the script we had in mind. Did you know that God authored a story for you long before you were born? If life isn't going the way you had planned, Isn't it possible that He is trying to get your attention so you can see His plan for you? God loves you. He's created you for a purpose. It begins with knowing Jesus as your Savior and Lord. Then you can experience all He has written and planned for you. His script is a whole lot better than ours. This is Bryant Wright speaking Right From My Heart.
4: For more on this and other topics, visit rightfromtheheart.org.
13: The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details.
8: Hey, sports fans! Spring sports season is here basketball, baseball, softball, track and field, and the spring football game. Boy, am I excited! Well, now is the time to prune your trees and start preparing for those nasty summer storms. Don't wait until it's too late. Call Daughtry Tree Service today for your free evaluation, 352-472-2465. That's 352-472-2465, or check us out online. At Daughtry Tree Service, we
15: believe a job worth doing is worth doing right. What QC Kinetics is doing for people here in Central Florida is nothing short of amazing. If you have joint pain, any joint pain, you need to call QC Kinetics. They are the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, giving lasting relief with no surgery, no drugs, no downtime. QC Kinetics started with one clinic last year, but the demand has been so strong, they now have clinics in Ocala, The Villages, and now in Gainesville. Modern advances in regenerative medicine allow these medical professionals to take the remarkable healing properties from your own body, concentrate them for maximum power, and put them directly in your aching joints so your damaged tissue can be repaired and restored naturally. So many people are living their best life again pain-free thanks to QC Kinetics. If you have pain in your knees, hips, back, shoulder, don't let them keep you on steroids and don't believe surgery is your only option. Call QC Kinetics now in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. It's a totally free consultation. 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. 352-400-4550.
0: Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gears. And now... Sports Scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 981 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com.
1: Mike says uh, 26 different women filed lawsuits against Watson. Uh, their lives terribly affected by this predator. If I was the commissioner, never play in the NFL again, there are some things that are so serious they can't be forgiven and abusing 26 separate women falls under that category. Let's get to the phones. Tony is there. Hi, Tony.
19: How you doing, Steve? Okay. Yeah, I hadn't called in a while, but um, I listened to a subject that kind of uh, kind of touched on um, the uh, stopping of the counter in a trap of last year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for the life of me, uh, being a former player, former coach, um, there's just certain things I just saw and I couldn't understand. But I was wondering – um, with the old staff gone, and have you talking to anyone in the past coaching staff that that maybe understood that the philosophy and the scheme didn't match the personnel of what they were trying to do last year
1: no um this is gonna this is gonna be a longer answer than you want, Tony, but mm-hmm. it's the one I have to give, okay
6: yeah.
1: It's just like now we are only given um Snippets to where we can view practice. And then, you know, it's sort of a scrum when it comes to, like, let's say Rob Sale is made available. Well, then there's a whole bunch of people that are interviewing him. So it isn't like, you know, you can sit there and talk to him for 20 minutes and say, you know, whatever. Um, When the previous staff left, they all kind of went, you know, their separate ways and doing what they're doing. So, no. Uh, short answer: no.
19: no. Okay. Well, I, I guess, and I, the one thing I was noticing last year is that the the um, and it, it may be a little long, but just I'm trying to make it short. The defensive linemen, a lot of people put it on the linebacker, but I, would come off the ball with a clean release, let the offensive line to come off clean release, and then they were they were is a term in football skill technique where you basically take out that the guard that's pulling and force him to the sideline. I never I once saw them do that last year and that's the best way to play the counter I've always thought. But I have watched a couple of fighters little snippets, and I noticed that New Staff is fighting that technique. So right off the back and I started with screen games. So right off the back I just think that whole running out of rope with that counter trap It's going to be gone just because
1: of scheme. I I would imagine that some teams will try to run that just to see, you know, if Florida has adjusted to it. And the thing that I didn't understand, you know, take the X's and O's out of it a little bit, Tony, is that I'll give you a baseball analogy, okay? If, If I'm a hitter, and a pitcher keeps throwing me fastballs, at some point, i got to expect a fastball. Right? Right? So if they've run this play, you know, a million times, well then, and I'm not saying they didn't try, because I wasn't there. I wasn't on the field. But it just seemed to me that either you didn't adjust, you didn't know how to adjust, the players couldn't adjust, Whatever that is, and that was, I mean, obviously disturbing to fans, and I get it.
19: Right, and the where where you're going at, you know, you say, well, maybe the players in not adjust, but, you know, like if something, someone keeps messing up, but someone, you know, and you, you assume that they're running down the throat and nobody gets taken out, you assume that the coach said, okay, you did your job, you did what you were supposed to be doing. Otherwise, you'll be replaced. So that made me you know think that, you know, the guys were doing what they're supposed to because I never saw guys getting taken out because of of, of people running our ball down their throat and they're not doing their job. So I'm looking forward to that. That's that part of the you know, some things being cleaned up. Um I'm encouraged that, that just that won't happen this year. Just from what the little uh, snippets I've seen of
6: fighters. All
1: right. Thank you, Tony. Appreciate all your phone all call. Right, thank you. Yes, sir. Uh, We'll end a couple of emails here. Kevin says, you spoke about Field of Dreams, not going back next year. I live in Evansville, Indiana. And the word here is there's going to be a Field of Dreams traveling series coming. And next year or the year after, they're coming to a field here in Evansville. Opened in 1915. Third oldest park in the country. Teams to be announced. Evansville is also the home of Marlins manager Don Mattingly. He played ball against him, he says. That'd be a great thing, and this is true for our city. Great if one of the teams were his Marlins. Yeah, that would be. Um, There's another uh, field. I believe it's in New Jersey. Uh, And I think it's being renovated where, like, Larry Doby played in the Negro Leagues. Uh, I think baseball's thinking about playing a game there. Uh, Look, in this day and age, when ballparks are replaced every you know 20 years, it's hard to find venues like that. And if it were me, and I would rotate them. Because I do think, you know, if you get, I don't know, Florida, Georgia, and Jacksonville every year, does that get old to a Gator fan or a Georgia fan? I don't think it does. So if you went to Field of Dreams every year, it may get old to the viewer, but it's not going to be old to the teams that are going there. So, I mean, that may be an interesting debate one day to see how they handle that. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, BB says, have you heard anything about some bigger conference teams making the smaller schools on their schedule make a last-minute change uh, to week zero to get an extra open date? Uh, I be- didn't that happen last year once or twice? Am I mistaken in that? Um, I don't think anything has happened to that effect, but if somebody knows the answer to that, uh, I don't look at schedules among too many other teams besides the one i got to worry about. That's our show for today. Our great thanks to the new voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, for spending the first hour of the show here live with you. He is hopefully going to be a weekly guest uh, on the program. Thanks to Zach for producing today. We'll do a Friday edition of the show tomorrow, right back here at noon, and we're going to talk a little uh, Utah football with Josh Newman, who covers the team for the Salt Lake City Tribune. You're listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, fifty AM, WYU. I'm Steve Russell. Enjoy the rest of your day.
0: W-R-U-F Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM. W.